0: From the people that brought you SSS, whip, and Kakaka, comes a new tale in onomatopoeia storytelling.
1: Welcome to USA Bank, sir. How are you doing today?
2: I'm well. I need to open a checking account.
1: Great! Well, Craig will be happy to help you with that, Mr...
2: It's Kakaka.
0: If you loved Kakaka, then you'll never believe what happens in Kakaka Kaka 2. What's in a name? Okay, now to set up checking, I just need to know your name. It's Kaka. Right, so Kaka. It's Kaka. What's your first name? It's Kaka. And your last? It's Kaka. So, kaka ka kaka ka Sir, I'm going to have to ask for manager's assistance. One moment. kaka K. That's kaka You've seen Kakaka try to take over the world and murder innocent children. But after his redemption, he just wants to live a normal life.
1: I can't see you anymore. My friends think you're a freak. It's over, Kar.
2: It's Kakaka!
0: The world he wanted to destroy is now the world that's destroying him. Will Kakaka ever find true love? I've had enough of you, Gazit. You've been a problem since I hired you. Your services with Jones Grocers is no longer needed. You're fired.
1: It's. (sniffs) Kakaka?
0: Kakaka
2: 2. What's in a name? From Singer Studios.
0: and welcome to stinker madness i'm your host justin i've got two very special people here
1: starting with jackie
0: and sam and this is stinker madness as i mentioned previously did you know what stinker madness well it is this is a podcast for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers this week we've got a hot pick called <laughs> i can't even face the microphone when i say the the title of this film
2: your, your tires flat you're peeing you laughing like my dad
0: (laughs) uh yeah i um this is my pick it's a wild card i've got it on dvd in a combo pack with uh nine six seven evil two uh from jim winerski and uh waxworks so i don't really know what to make of this film but i've i've heard good things for some time now so i don't think it's streaming anywhere
2: it might be on youtube but uh, it's supposed to be pretty epic. It should be all right. I mean, it's silly. It's just a silly idea. Mm-hmm. And it's got Dirk Benedict in it, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So streaming do's and don'ts this week aren't really streaming do's and don'ts, per se. They're all do's, because they all revolve around one thing. And the, continuing where we left off from On Her Majesty's Secret Service, like, two weeks ago or something like that, starring... uh. The guy, what's that guy's name? Roger Moore. Uh, George Lazenby. George Lazenby, yes. Which we discussed and said that is not that bad of a film, but I still gave it a do not. I think I've changed my mind. Moving forward, we should just say watch all of the James Bond's, which most people have.
2: Most people have. And just know that you're going to have a hard time with those uh, Sean Connery ones that everyone likes to tell you are better.
0: Right, right. Some of them are quite boring. But uh, Jackie has now completed her tour. She has seen before this. She had never seen any of the uh, old James Bond movies, only the Daniel Craig shit. Huh. So she came in fresh. Now she has seen... A James Bond movie starring every single James Bond.
2: Before they were done with competent filmmaking. Yes, indeed. Well, actually, I don't know. I think in 20 years we might look at the Daniel Craig ones about the same we're looking at these ones. I heard some real bad things about Spectre.
0: We have not seen Spectre, which we should declare. We were too busy with the The, Star Wars.
2: This is where they're really starting to remake the original ones now.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. The uh, end
2: of the last one was the beginning of Dr. No. I think so. Yeah. I think so. But, uh, so, we're going to start
0: out, uh, not really do's or don'ts, but let's talk about each film, starting with Moonraker on Hulu, starring Roger Moore. And Richard Keel. And Richard Keel. fucking course, Richard Keel. Jackie, you're going to take charge on this. How do you feel about Moonraker?
1: I liked it a lot. No, I, I thought Roger Moore was probably my favorite James Bond out of the old ones. Um, It was just funny. It, like, it got stupid funny, like... The little weird one-liner jokes and, I don't know, the Dancing Naked Ladies at the front. I'm glad they kept those in there.
0: Yeah. Well, the Dancing Naked Ladies are... There's Andy Sedaris title sequences, which are fucking sweet. And then there's James Bond movie title sequences, which are like big Hollywood versions of Andy Sedaris' title sequences where they're just... You go to see the title sequences sometimes. like It doesn't matter who's holding the gun, you just want to see, oh, they hear the song and That's good movie making. Yeah. That's important shit right there. So I'm with you on the title sequences. Keep those naked ladies coming.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah, I like the title sequences in the Bond movies a lot. I think Octopussy is really... Actually, no, The Spy Who Loved Me. It all comes back to The Spy Who Loved Me. I think The Spy Who Loved Me and Moonraker really have got it going on with the title sequences. Which was the one that Cornell did? Cornell. Chris Cornell.
0: Oh. Oh.
2: I think that was one of the modern ones, wasn't it? Was it was one of the modern ones, yes.
0: Uh, maybe Casino Royale? Cause, uh, no. the second one... Well, Skyfall's Adelaide. Yeah. I don't know who does the new one because I haven't seen it because I'm an idiot.
2: Well, it was either the last... It must have it been Casino Royale.
0: Yeah, I think it might have been Casino Royale. It was all right.
1: Yeah. Man-san. I think Skyfall mm-hmm. has been my favorite one that I've watched. We're not talking about those.
0: Let's stick with Moonraker.
1: Well, one, I enjoyed the... Really, really tall villain with Richard Kyle. Yeah, with the the teeth.
0: Yeah, e- from such films as Ega and Cannibal Run and Two. Cannibal Run One and Two.
2: Cannibal Run and Two.
0: Run and Two, which is the lesser known third one. <laughs> Where they only sense. talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> That's all burr Reynolds shows up for yeah. is one take. Okay, Richard Kyle.
2: Who else is on that? Yeah.
1: Well, he got a girlfriend.
2: Yes, he did. Yeah. And she's and little. Riker. It's the tall man, short man joke with romance. Yeah. Which also, uh their
0: their romance together is part of the basis of the opening commercial to this episode, where the Tchaikovsky's Romeo and Juliet suite comes in. Yeah. Cheesy, awesome
2: goodness.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed Moonraker. Yeah. I, I thought it was great.
2: Visual effects are pretty strong for... <laughs> Considering some of the other shit that, like, go back and watch some shit from that year and be like, yeah, those are pretty strong. Space lasers. I didn't say they were good decisions. The film ends with men and women holding guns going
0: pew, 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 yeah, pew, no, pew. Was
2: it a good storytelling decision? No. <laughs> Does it look about as good as Star Wars? It looks yeah. pretty Well, kind of. Not really. The Now, I was okay. going to say the visual effects work pretty well. The practical effects, not so much. That space station is wobbly and yeah, it's yeah, yeah. made of plastic.
0: Yeah, no. And then it, like, when it when it's over, it explodes in a huge, fiery, like, big enough to blow up the moon.
2: MacGyver's, uh, way too
0: big of an explosion. Yeah, the
2: MacGyver graphic shoots through what it. What is that
0: thing made out of? Because, uh, hydrogen? Like, is it the fucking, uh, oh god, the humanity? The Hindenburg? Is that what they're putting in space with all, when they have all of the money and their plan is stupid? Like, the guy, the villain, is Dr. Evil. He can make so much more money by not Doing what he's doing. Yeah. He's spending all the money to get himself exploded on a space station that's apparently the fucking Hindenburg. Made of
2: dynamite. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> and enough oxygen to actually cause fire in space.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then make an explosion it's, sound. Yeah. So it creates its own a- atmosphere and then it's like, explodes.
2: So is this where we're going to live forever with our master race? No, no. This is just the transport bomb. I- I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. We're going to go up to the moon, but first we're going to ride in this bomb. We're riding in a bomb? Yes. It's a it's a bomb.
0: And Richard Kyle's on here cuz he seems like a force of nature. Bombs don't kill I, people. But Richard it, Kyle kills, kills people. Kills,
2: do we just is this this is a this is a bomb that we're inside
1: of right now?
0: It is. Okay. Well, can't can you tell by my, my evil beard?
1: Yeah, it's, so this guy looked creepily like um the guy from Game of Thrones, the little magic guy. Oh yeah,
0: Peter Dinklage. He's yeah. a tall, he's a fully He's a tall... Tall Peter Dinklage. Yeah, There's no...
2: Have... He's a fully tall... <laughs> fully tall... Man.
1: With black hair. But they have... I swear to God, they have the same beard haircut. Yep. Same the eyes.
2: same beard haircut.
1: Yeah. No, right. their
0: the, the resemblance was uncanny. It was like, holy shit, that's, that's... I
1: wonder if that's his dad.
0: I don't think it is. A not short Peter Dinklage.
1: Yeah. It was like... Kind of made it hard to, uh, I don't know, take him seriously as a villain after that. After I put that together, I was like, no. He
2: was... I... There there's people. a lot just... of things that made him hard, hard to take seriously as a villain. The outfit was one, his expressionless tone towards everything was uh-huh. another. Yeah. He just everything about him was not evil.
0: And then the uh, his idea of the master race, all of the women oh, are yeah. hot and then all of the guys are like janitor looking guys. <laughs> yeah. Like really? Master race, huh? I think Janitors?
2: The, I think he didn't tell any of the, the labor force that he was going to be the only breeding male. <laughs> they're I mean, just men what you're holding up lasers doing. up yeah. there. Yeah. All right. And they're like, in the elevator, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And he's like, you haven't heard, have you, Pete? What do you mean? Yeah, we're just, we get to stay in the bomb.
0: We are here in case James Bond it shows, shows up. up. Yeah. We have lasers strapped to our chest. D- did you think that you were going to, like, bang some ladies with a laser strapped to your chest?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> the future is going to be built out of kissing cousins.
0: <laughs>
1: Ew.
2: Grody.
0: <laughs> All right. So next up, Timothy Dalton,
2: also on Hulu Plus, in The Living Daylights. In Jungle Vacation. Yeah, kinda. There's like a long dry spell in the middle of the jungle, isn't it? The jungle that's... No,
0: not really. It's yeah. the
2: desert-ish. Like, I don't remember what happens in this one. Though. You
0: know, I just watched it about two hours ago, and I don't remember huh. what happens at all. Like, Miriam Diabo, who, uh, as we mentioned earlier, or actually, maybe you and I just had it in a private conversation, Miriam Diabo is Olivia Diabo's, Diabo's mother. No.
2: N- Aunt. Nope. What is
0: she? first
2: cousin once removed okay
0: that's weird her miriam diabo's cousin is apparently some famous singer named mike diabo yeah and mike diabo has a daughter named olivia diabo okay from such terrible films as wayne's world 2 wayne's world 2 yeah 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 which,
2: conan the destroyer
0: oh yeah conan the destroyer a couple episodes of star trek a couple uh, episodes uh, generations,
2: of generations uh or next generation so they had episodes of Star Trek Generations.
0: <laughs> they made sequels that you didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Me neither.
2: Uh, they had
0: Olivia Diabo in them. I, oh, uh, uh, the, the Librarians.
2: She's in The librarian.
0: No, she's in uh she's in with I
2: don't know. It's yeah, not, she's in some shitty movies, but Conan the Destroyer is the chief of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this one was terribly boring and very forgettable, and he was not a very good James Bond. Yeah,
0: that's what sucks, is because they wanted, wanted him.
2: him so fucking bad. They wanted him halfway through. Uh, they wanted to fire Connery for him when he was like 21.
0: And then 20 years later, he gets the show. There's two of them. That's it. Like, cut this guy.
2: I didn't think it was so much him. Like, I saw uh, Harder License to Kill not that long ago. The filmmaking is horrendous. It's not so much him that's the problem. He's not great, but everything else is a tremendous disaster.
0: man, I don't know if I like Timothy Dalton. I don't know if I like. What has he him? been
2: in that's good? That shit with Fran Drescher that was no good. Flash Gordon that was like one Oops. of his best performances. Was that weird shit with Fran Dresser, Drescher? Dresser.
0: That's, that's not good. That's not good. He did a
2: good job though. Uh, Flash Gordon like that. The
0: uh, Stinger Madness movie, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't... I don't think I like Timothy Dalton. I think he's my least favorite James Bond. And I just don't think... I think it has nothing to do with the film. I think I don't like him.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. Well, I just thought he made a terrible James Bond, and the I just thought that that particular movie just kind of blew.
0: It did blow. There's the cello sequence where they're sliding down the hill using her cello case, Miriam Diabo's cello case, as a sled, which was kind of stupid and fun. And then there's the plane taking off the end of Fast and the Furious 6 essentially like get in the plane well how am I going to get in the plane well drive the fucking truck into the plane and then the fight at the back of the plane with the shitty Dolph Lundgren guy uh while in the air it was mildly okay it was but that's that's the top of the film is this
2: fight sequence that is mildly okay yeah I think that you you guys should have done license to kill that movie is silly
0: yeah, I just did it a couple of years ago, so I chose Living Daylights, and yeah. that's my fault. But uh, yeah, uh, last but not least, Pierce Brosnan. Tomorrow Never Dies <laughs> oh, on Amazon it's Prime. Just so
2: unfair to not give him GoldenEye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wanted her to see the stupid shit. I didn't want her yeah, to see the good shit. Yeah,
2: GoldenEye would make you would give you a false, uh, false idea of what because the. The larger body of the Pierce Brosnan James Bonds is Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty it, much.
0: And uh, the world is not enough. And uh, the one after that that Madonna did the theme song for.
2: There's Die one good one day. and three bad ones. Yeah. It,
0: it, one like wow, this is almost a good movie. And then three wow, these are really fucking stupid. When
2: I was a kid, like a young young kid, I liked the the show Remington Steele quite a lot. Yeah. And uh, I told my mom I was like, you need to write them a letter saying that he should be James Bond. When Timothy Dalton was James Bond, my mom wouldn't ever write the letter. She did write the letter one time because I bitched and bitched and bitched when they canceled Sledgehammer that she showed me the letter, showed me putting it in the envelope, putting the stamp on it, and putting it in the mail. They didn't put Sledgehammer back on TV. <laughs> no,
0: nor Remington Steele. But, uh, but you know, Remington the Steele, be-
2: or the guy from Remington Steele, because there is no Remington Steele in the show, he uh, becomes James Bond, and I was instantly like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> Jackie, give us your thoughts on Pierce Brosnan and Tomorrow Never Dies.
1: Um, he's just the classic handsome dude. He is handsome. Um, and Hairy I Chested. I just don't think that they use the classiness of him enough. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't really put him into like tuxedos enough and all of that stuff, you know, to make him more sophisticated James Bond. You
2: might like GoldenEye a lot.
1: Um, and you know like this one I don't know. Just he had some good one-liners. I I didn't mind him. Oh, was his James
0: one-liners one. were turds. Oh, they were They're total awful. turds.
1: But by this point in time, I've watched enough of them to know like there's going to be one coming right here, and then I would try to guess it in my head. He
0: tosses a guy into a printing press, and then blood smatters all over the newspaper. And he says, "I guess they'll print anything nowadays."
1: that's the weird one-liners that i like from the james bond movies i i like those i think they're fun i think they keep it fun um so i i'm gonna say i like this one (laughs) i think it it had a lot of action sequences in it though it is busy and sometimes the action sequences were so long that you would kind of lose steam with them especially like when they were doing the motorcycle chase Mm -hmm. and it was just such a long drawn out thing that you you almost started to just be like okay dude just ditch the bike and let's move on to the next action scene because this is this this is is taking too long
2: this is the last james bond i watched at the theater and i still haven't been back like daniel craig is sort of got me on board that i might go see specter but i believe i've watched all of the other ones at home yeah
0: yeah me too uh I yeah, I think you and I saw this movie together at the theater, but uh I Jackie brings up an interesting point. Are we fucking spoiled like has movie filmmaking Hollywood blockbuster shit taken such a a churn from what we used to consider exciting that now we're like because uh, mo- I, I remember going to this movie and being like wow that's a re- look, everybody was talking about the motorcycle sequence like that's they're handcuffed together that's so fucking cool and then the whole time i'm watching it tonight i'm like well it's not winter soldier it's not jurassic world it's not fast and furious bullshit like i'm just not excited about it
2: so i didn't like the action sequences in this one this is why i didn't i gave up on these movies i thought that there's they just despite the element of high intensity they just weren't shot in a way that makes them very exciting yeah it's it's extraordinary extraordinarily underwhelming filmmaking and i you know you, i don't think it's Spoiled because we watched, you watched Driver, didn't you? Yeah. That shit right. was exciting. Yeah, that's true. That was exciting. That was the 70s, low budget, Walter yeah. Hill shit. And yeah. it's exciting today. Yeah. There's just a way to do it and a way not to do it. And that's a way not to do it.
0: Yeah. And it seemed, but it just seems like there was a stretch for 15 years where that's how you did it. Like, even with the the, the Star Wars prequels, the there's a couple sequences that are exciting, but then there's a lot of just like uh, flying around shit. And this is non CGI. There's yeah. not a single frame of CGI in their action sequences, so we can't blame it on that. Uh, but it's shot the exact same way where it's like a lot of, um, uh, long take, long shots, uh, because you don't want to get the stuntman's face in it. I understand, yeah. but shoot it in a way that you can still do close up, fast pace, uh, steady camp shots or, um, uh, what, what the sledgeborn identity stuff? Yeah, Sled shot. Yeah, born
2: identity stuff. Because that's what you're getting here, and I think that's one of the problems. When I was watching it, uh, you know, just not so, not so many minutes ago, they have wide shots of the men and then up close shots of the dolly work, and you can just tell. Okay, now they're on a dolly. Now it's stuntman. Now they're on a dolly. Now it's stuntman. Here's a B shot of an exhaust pipe. Excitement. There's nothing in between, right, to give us any illusion that there isn't. People with fans blowing on them and people in danger.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the 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 people sitting on a motorcycle in a studio with a green screen behind them and fans blowing at them is just we we. You know what? The fifties are fucking over. Yeah, do it, do it. If you're gonna fucking do it, fucking do it, or don't do it. Mm-hmm. Make make a nice soft tale about uh, cupcakes and uh, dog tails. You know, get off the toilet or shit. What's that saying?
2: Shit, shit in or your, get off
1: the pod. That's
2: it. Shit in your pants and get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say so, to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so using
1: all the toilet paper. Oh.
2: So, Sam, who's your favorite James Bond, then? Roger Moore. It's always been. Just absolutely. Yeah. I've right. always... I've never not... He's never not been... Like, I tried to like Lazenby because he knows karate, and I'm like, Lazenby, 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 and I like him. But in terms of James Bond, there's Roger Moore and then there's a mile in between everyone else. For I, me.
0: I would rather watch Roger, all of the Roger Moore movies than the passable, as good films, Daniel Craig's movies. I really, really liked Skyfall. I am assuming that I'm going to like Spectre. Yeah. I would rather... You know, Toss him in the trash. Yeah, it says I I'm... would rather watch Roger Moore every fucking time doing stupid, cheesy you know, yesterday I was golfing and now I'm shooting a man. Shit. That yeah. is just i I I've got a neckerchief on. Don't I look ridiculous, but at the same time you're like
1: and then fuck just I'd somebody. sleep with
0: this guy. This guy is
2: charming as shit. And then he chops people.
1: Yeah, he chops. He judo people. chops all the time. He's
2: awesome. He's awesome.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that.
0: Roger Moore all the way. Okay. Speaking of awesome guys and leads me into The Greatest Superpower Debate. Oh. Okay. It's my movie this week, and uh, I've got an oddball. I don't even know how to describe this one. So, think of Aquaman. Sure. You do not live in the sea. You have no ability to control the waves or tides or uh, water flow or anything like that. Anything like that. You can't breathe underwater. Sure. You're a man, just a normal city-going guy. Or a lady. Or a lady, if you've got a vagina. Okay. But yet you can still communicate and uh, guide fishies. That's your power. Communication and guidance. You're Ant-Man without the ants or the shrieking or getting bigger.
2: So you're locked into a $20,000 a year part-time job at SeaWorld.
1: Yep, that's where I was thinking too. That's exactly where that's I to.
2: That's good. That's good. It's a thankful job. You love the animals. You do. You get to hang out the kids with kids like well, you. Well, you don't
0: necessarily love them. You can just talk to them. They could still be dicks. I mean, we don't know if fish are dicks or not. Yeah, what I, if
2: they're dicks? You know, if you had the patience for school, you could be like the greatest marine biologist of all time.
0: And also, you're you got a point. But um, I should disclaim: it's not mammals; it's fish.
2: Fish, just only. Fish. fish. They're only. not that smart. I if don't it was think the marine mammals, you'd be like able to find out the story of the Earth from the whales. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that
1: oh just fish just fish like salmon and shit salmon and sharks
0: sharks whale sharks they probably don't have much to say minnows marlins tuna so mackerel yeah i think that sucks you can't even be like
2: hey jump they're like fuck you i'm gonna eat this
0: well you can you can guide them
2: you can because if ant-man can
0: control ants okay uh you can uh you can be like yeah i mean it's not like hey guys Uh, Fly into my mouth or anything.
2: Well, you know what? You could get rich as fuck. Okay. Because you would have the best shark. Shark Week would be you. You would be King Shark Week. You'd be rich as fuck.
0: So you're Steve Irwin minus. But
2: if you can control the sharks, you can make people think you're in danger. I mean, you're faking it the whole time. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to learn anything about them because their thought process and I'm being. I'm I'm making a generalized value statement about sharks. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> for god's sakes man yeah. they might be listening they might you be li- might or someone the sharks there's
2: someone with an accent, like the shark is much smarter than you give it credit for <laughs> like okay they're like i'm gonna eat i'm gonna fuck that's about like what they do uh but if you have control of them you're gonna be able to make some fucking top-notch shit as far as uh water movies and i'd watch that shit all day long
0: oh the shark movie shark. franchise which is they would be the new fast movies the just shark movie, shark movie of the year. Yeah, shark, awesome seven. Even if you
2: couldn't like get it to where it was a Hollywood thing, just the yearly shark week, two hours that you got, you'd make so much fucking money off that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you yeah. could also have like comedies where you could have them put on wigs and like a yeah. set of pearls, people clothes. You could do that. You could do that. Around. Well, I think
2: at that point you're gonna be you're gonna get found out. There's a point that, like, this is such a weird thing yeah, that but you can what, make so much money on that you wouldn't want to get found out. Who, You'd want people to what think. What are they
0: going to do when they find out? Like, that guy's got superpowers. He can talk to fish. What are they going to do? The well, government they, doesn't care.
1: Rich people could probably hire you to come over to their house and train their fishes to do a good morning dance. Oh, God damn. Like,
0: here's the president. He gets up and he gets a, goes to the, the boardroom and they're like. Sir, we've got situations all over the place. There's uh, there's nukes that are live in Cuba, even though they're now our friends. And uh, de- delightful country, if you've never been there, Mr. President. But they've got nukes. And uh, there's revolts in Chicago. And uh, Oprah is calling you gay. And uh, also, there's a man who could talk to sharks.
2: Well, he doesn't Why care. did you even fucking, fucking tell me tell that? Tell me about the man. It's not that you... Would like if you're found out, basically what happens is your earning potential hits the toilet. I think because you're, you're a be, hack. Yeah, you're a hack.
0: But you're the opposite of a hack. You're the only one with any fucking talent.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, you go all of a sudden from being—if you lie to people, there the majesty is there. If you don't, you're like a circus performer. You're like the magician.
0: So the people have to it's, think. it's
2: Val Mike, it's Michael Valentine Smith at the circus, basically.
0: Yeah. If nice they think, nice reference that four people will get. Yep. I grok your statement. I grok it.
2: <laughs> no, but yeah that, you're, you're a carnival performer. if you let the secret out. if you don't, you're the greatest sensation in marine filmmaking ever. Okay. and you're rich as fuck.
1: Okay.
0: Jackson, any uh, further thoughts on Fish man?
1: Fish man, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and rate this. It's out of five, right?
0: Uh, no, it's, it's out, out of ten. 10. Oh, it's out always out of 10. been out of ten.
1: Uh, well, I have short-term memory loss. There's nobody there giving me fish cues.
0: Short-term. You know, I I know a cure for short-term memory loss. Eat more salmon. Just just tell the salmon fly into my mouth, <sighs> and then they just go and you go chop and.
1: Okay, so um, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna give this one. I I'm gonna give it a five. Nice, because. I think that you, I think that Sam's right. I think that you can have a really good job somewhere and have a lot of security with it because you can control sharks.
2: Yeah, I'm if giving. If
1: somebody pisses you off, you put a shark in their swimming pool. people. Yeah, I Piranhas. guess.
2: Piranhas. I'm giving it a seven and a half.
1: Holy shit. Oh my shit. God. That's, that's because this score. is the
2: first superpower that won. It has. No, I'm giving it an eight. Here's why it's an eight. Because it has the ability to keep anonymity, you can lead a normal life, you can keep the secret, and it has the ability to be an outrageously profitable superpower. Is it going to benefit mankind? No. But that was never the question. It was whether how it would benefit us individually. This would benefit me greatly individually. I would be rich, I would be... You would like to go to there. You would I, like to be fish I man. I would like to be fish man. I love the water... I think a shark would eat me now if I could tell it not to. I am on the Discovery Channel.
1: Or you could be like the biggest like stunt shark guy in Hollywood.
2: Stunt shark guy. You could
0: literally jump sharks over other sharks. Yeah. Over other sharks.
2: Yeah, while but you'll
0: find them. out. I, you like, have a I wouldn't want to get. Show.
2: They'd be like, there's something with this guy The fawns jumping the shark over the other shark Yeah,
0: compared to me. Man, that's high praise. That's a six point five. That is the highest rated superpower we've ever done. Yeah, nice. All right, Sammy, what have you got on
2: the Seven S's? The movie was made in nineteen (laughs) seventy three. Is that the Australian title? No, it's got seven S's. I mean, teasing you. I believe it. It's supposed to be pronounced, but that's stupid. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Slim Pickens made a living off of that. Yeah, the poster has a woman—a woman's mouth with a tiny cobra in it, which is also stupid. I think the only thing stupider than a movie about killer snakes is a movie about killer snake mans. Man, and this movie is about killer snake mans. So there's multiple snake mans. I might just be the one. Okay, I Does don't it know. have a
1: snake penis. Is that where we're going? It's a
2: man snake. Okay, snake snake man. mans. Yeah. They uh,
1: had those in uh, He-Man.
2: Yes, they did. <laughs> they did have those in He-Man, yeah. Well, they had one. one. He had two heads, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. No, but-
1: there's more than one. There's
2: more than one? There's yeah. one more than one, Snake yeah. Man?
1: There is a red one, a green one, and then there's the one that has the the hands. Like, he looks like a human being, and then he pops off his human skin, and he's got... Arm snakes.
0: Yeah, I remember that guy. So, is are they like minions? Like, are they like the uh, foot soldiers for the for uh, Shredder? Like that? That's Sh- their Shredder, huh? Their go to guy or not Yeah, Shredder. <laughs> well, yeah, he's no. generally he's
2: crossing. No, no, he's crossing a. He's oh. making an analogy towards or another or
0: just the guys that wear uh, white masks. They're more like the dinos- GI
2: Joe Cobra guy. The construction dinosaurs from Transformers. are not as construction plentiful. dinosaurs. Maybe their construction was one and the dinosaurs were the other. That's okay. correct. Well, either way, they're a small group of specialized snake men versus uh, something as varied to say, the foot soldiers. All right. This delectable little dish was directed by television legend Bernard Kowalski. Kowalski started working on set when he was five hmm. as an extra. His first behind the job or behind the camera job was the uh, job.
0: I've had a couple behind (laughs) the jobs a few times in my time. Yeah, paid about six bucks for him from a lady named uh, Starla or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, behind behind the job. (laughs) It's like a movie title. It's like I'm going to give you a behind colon the The job. (laughs) The (laughs) job. The dog. The dog. Wow,
2: behind the dog you get behind the job. Yep. Well, he started buying the camera at 17 as a clerk, and his first episode of television that he directed was when he was 26 years old. At 29, he had his first feature film, Hot Car Girl, produced by one Gene Corman, brother of Roger. Yeah. Yeah. Hot
0: Car Girl? Hot Car Girl. That's got to be a dirty
2: movie. Yep. Hey, I, I bet it's a movie with cars not going fast and women not taking their clothes They're off. They're going fast. Sixty six. It's just oh, sixty six. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's not nudity land. No,
2: that was not fifty. That was fifty eight. Fifty three oh was Hot Car Girl. God. I think. Yeah,
1: so I think. Uh, you might have gotten a triangle bra.
2: Yeah. So, Turbo in Tits. Sixty six. He would be on a project which would he would ultimately become the co-owner of with creator Bruce Geller. That project was Mission Impossible. Nice. Yeah. Uh, He directed three episodes of Mission Impossible, most important being the pilot. Uh, Beyond his 60-plus television directorial credits, he also helmed eight theatrical releases and was the executive producer of the show Beretta. His theatrical releases seem to all be budget movies, (laughs) with possibly the exception of uh, the Western that he did, because... um, you can make a low budget Western and it wasn't really a budget picture in the seventies, like you could sure. they because people just liked Western still. Right. And up until Silverado when they really blew the top off that thing and killed the genre. Thank you, Lawrence Caston. Again. Again. This is one of the worst movies that Struther Martin was involved in. I bet after seeing this he probably had a talk with his agent that went something like this What we've got here is a failure to communicate
0: by contracts.
2: No, Cool hand, Luke. Come on, man.
1: No, I get it.
2: Okay, yeah. Uh, Strother Martin's the guy from Cool Hand, Luke, that says that. One of the most famous lines in any movie ever.
1: Yep. <laughs> name.
2: Yeah, uh, whatever.
1: <laughs> you're, you're no James Bond, Sam. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I'm apparently no Strother Martin either. <laughs> if you think that it takes more than good looks and great hair to make it in Hollywood, you're wrong. I have evidence that his name is Dirk Benedict. I am not criticizing Dirk Benedict. If you criticize Dirk Benedict, I'll punch you in your face. Oh,
0: damn. That goes for Your everybody. face
2: that doesn't look near as good as his.
0: That's right. The entire what? internet can get punched yeah. in the face all at once. I,
2: I took a page from his book when I'm at the bar and I'm trying to pick up drunk ladies. I tell them that my name is Starbucks Face Man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. I bet not. No. Uh, <laughs> Richard B. Schull kicked around for a lot of years. A roll of note was the eponymous Holmes from the one. One of the many failed robot cop shows, Holmes and Yo-Yo. Ugh. Yep. Uh, Jack Gang, also around her. He was also in the A-Team as General Fulbright. Hmm. So you got two, two A-Team guys in there. Heather Menzies, we will remember as her lead lead female in Piranha. She is also I, I, in I this. I'm yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, guess who's back? Jack Cameron Mitchell. Red Brown. Oh, Red
0: oh. Brown. Oh, my God. This is his
2: film debut, and it only took him two weeks to get back on the show.
0: Holy shit. Red Brown. Reb Brown.
2: Around. They only used one fake snake in this movie. The right. actors had to interact with real snakes, and the snakes were all captured wild snakes. Oh, <gasps> fuck you. They had not been defanged or devenomed in any way. Somehow, no one died. Oh fuck! That's ridiculous. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. They just sent some people out to capture snakes in Thailand because it was cheaper that way. Snakes. So it's also like probably breaking. I guess this was seventy three, so they didn't really have endangered species and all that shit yet. So
0: why did it have to be snakes?
2: Yeah, Uh, this is the first Zanuck Brown production. They would go on in a few years to make the movie Jaws. Nice. Mm. Keep an eye out for that one fake snake.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, we can spot it. <laughs> yeah, there's a chance that it might look shittier than the one in Hard Ticket to
2: Hawaii. So, yeah.
0: Could stunt be quite snake. Clear. Yeah, bringing the stunt snake. I can't. Rumor I'm has it in they didn't snakes. want to use it,
2: and you'll you'll probably be able to spot it, and you'll be like, oh, they really wanted to use one of the real vipers for that sequence because that guy would get dead. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that that
0: fake snake. Well, I've heard good things. Uh, As we said, either way, the uh, movie may be on YouTube or not. I didn't check. I've got it on DVD, so you can do the same. Come back to us on Monday. And in the meantime, get to the chopper. Thank you for listening to Stinker Madness. If this is your first time, we hope you enjoyed it and we'll come back to listen more. But now we'd like to ask all of our listeners for a small favor. We aren't ranking as high as we'd like, and we need your help. Would you please take just a couple of minutes to rate and review us on your preferred listening platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever else you can. It takes many hours each week to bring you this show, and just a couple seconds of your time is a huge help for us. And for those of you that have already done this, we say thank you.